So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. And so in today's episode, I'm gonna dive into 10 officially confirmed SEO ranking factors. And I mean, I'm gonna put a little asterisk on that as well too, because here's the thing. SEO is, is like, it can be tried and true, but like even Google and other search engines don't reveal if these things work. So like to a degree, we all know they work because people do tests and then they say, hey, I did this test and this test has been doing this. And then it's and then it's tested on a bigger scale and then it's shared in the community typically knows. So if you're an SEO expert, you're kind of in that you know world. But then like there is not really like a, hey, Google said this because what's going to happen is that then everyone's going to either rip off model or, or something like that. So there are some things that like that Google says, hey, to play fair, you have to do this. And it's a little different for for different um, different approaches on the SEO game. But um, I, I, I want to preface this before I start diving into these 10 things. OK, is that, um, you know, these these ranking factors. Yes, they are confirmed, okay? But like how they're confirmed and how impactful they are to the rankings of your blog or your website or whatever you have on your, uh, you know, for your business is gonna be, it's, it's, it's gonna, like your mileage is gonna vary is probably a better way of putting it. So if you're running a facility or property management company, um, you probably know this, it, you've, you've heard some of my podcasts, I'm very into content marketing and SEO is kind of where I cut my teeth. That's where I got into the digital game for um, for marketing is I, I started off doing a lot of content creation, a lot of SEO. I was able to grow um, one of my business's websites along with a partner that I, um, I'm gonna say a partner, but a person that I had hired to help me with SEO. He taught me a lot as well too in the process. Had some friends that helped me kind of, you know, get better at this. But with that, you know, these 10 things, like I can confirm that they work and they're true. However, like, mileage may vary based off of like your business and how your website's structured or if you have garbage content on there like that sort of stuff right so number one is content all right now when you write content it has to be based about your industry that you're in so if you're a facility management company and you're like you know an ifm or something like that and you're looking to to get more you know facility companies um, to do work with you so you can do facility services across the country, your content should be based around the services that you typically offer, okay? So think of it like this. If you're you know, primarily dominant in Texas, all right, and, and that's where your, your company is located and you only offer three types of services, let's say it's handyman, let's say it's HVAC, and let's say it's electrical. Like those are the three things that you offer and that's it, all right? Well then, your content that you're creating should be around those three things. You shouldn't be talking about other stuff. You should be talking about those things. So when I was doing a whole bunch of SEO work for this Inc. 5000 company, we essentially said, hey, give me a list of all of your top services that you offer. 
and they gave me like, I don't know, like 14 or 12 or something like that. I was like, okay, so this is the strategy over the next 12 to 14 months is gonna be this, is we're gonna write a piece of content, you know, for each one of these, and it's gonna be, you know, around this strategy. So we wrote a lot of content rich stuff. So we did a lot of keyword research, we basically um, wrote very strong you know, um, titles and headlines and, and all this stuff, but the content was good and valuable and I had people write it. Right? I didn't use AI to write everything. Now, I'm not knocking AI. I am a big fan of using AI in the right situation, okay? So, number one, like I said, is content, all right? You gotta produce content. But the next thing I'm also gonna kind of say is that you can't produce content sporadically. Your content creation needs to be timed. It needs to be either weekly or twice a week or you know once every two weeks. It needs to be on a, on a regular schedule. The more you produce on a schedule, the more likely the search engines, um, the bots and the spiders are gonna come to your site and start crawling your site and seeing, oh look, this is new. Oh cool, I didn't know they did this. And they start pulling all this stuff, right? Number two internal plus external links so this means is that you need to have internal links um and going to your uh, going from your 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 blog or your website to other parts of your website so an example is that if you have a home page and you do those three services that i just mentioned like handyman hvc and electrical then you should probably if you're on your home page you should have a link going to a specific you know, a handyman page that talks more about handyman in Texas. And then a link going to electrical page that talks about electrical work in Texas, like that sort of stuff. So like you should be having links crossing from each other, okay? If you write a blog post, then you should be doing the same thing. Some links go into that handyman, if it makes sense, or go into the homepage, but you should have internal links crossing back and forth all the, all the time, all right? And then you should also have external links. External links can be like, say, links to a YouTube video that you created, or links to like a, um, maybe like a company that you do business with that they support the services that you don't offer, okay? So like, hey, if you're looking for someone that does plumbing, we've partnered with ABC you know, Facility Management in Texas, and they do an amazing job. And then you have a link going to them, okay? So when you do this, you and, and you typically wanna have like on the external side, like, more high authority type links because you don't want to go be linking to like garbage type websites because what that does is that it it reveals that you're not giving out good information or that sort of stuff right so you need to have links going in and out of your site internal links as well as external links okay and this does take time to do and when you start linking pages or or, or words what that, that part is called is it's essentially called an anchor tag. You need to make sure you, it's the hyperlink is what it is, what we all call it. The hyperlink that you choose is very strategic as well too. So you can't just pick any random word, okay? So like if you talk about handyman services in Texas on the homepage, then it should be literally be, the, the hyperlink should be handyman services in Texas going to the handyman services in Texas page. Does that make sense? So it really does help to have the proper anchor tags as well too. So you can't just hyperlink anything. I mean, you can technically, but you shouldn't, all right? Because essentially Google says like, oh, this is an anchor tag. This is more important, so we're gonna put more emphasis. So if like what you anchor tag is expanding more on what the next page is, 
they're going to put the, the, the two things together. Number three, search intent. So when you're writing your content, you need to write stuff based off of search intent. And you're like, well, what does that mean? You know how whenever you type something in Google and then it starts kind of like telling you like, are you you know looking for? And then, you know, whatever it is like, you know, what is the best water? And it'd be like in Georgia, okay? And so basically those are search intents. And so you're gonna wanna try to create content based off of search intent, what people are looking for. So when you write the title of your blog post, okay, or your business pages, all right, um, then you want to base it off of what the intent of the search is. So don't just you know write about facility management, write about facility management in Texas or facility management with handyman services in Texas. You, you see what I'm trying to get to? Like get very specific and, and then structure your titles based off of the intent that people are searching for, all right? Number four is click-through rate. So click-through rate is, is a marketing, um, it's a metric that we marketers uh, actually watch quite a bit. And you can actually track click-through rate on a Google console. So I don't want to dive too deep into this, but Google console is a free tool. And essentially, it um, you, have, you have to get plugged into your website. If you don't know how to do that, like just Google it. Okay, find a video and it tells you how to do it. If you have some sort of web dude that's at your company, just have them copy and paste the, the little code, snap it onto your website, and then it'll start you know, crawling your site correctly. But what happens is, is that you can see that, hey, you know, on this page it talks about handyman services. Anytime someone types in handyman services in Texas, our page pops up, but we're only getting like three clicks out of like a thousand you know, search results. That's not very good. It's like, 0.03%, like not very good at all. So that's considered a click-through rate, all right? Only three people clicked through to the page out of um, a thousand search intents. And that means that you need to create more content to get that click-through rate higher. The higher your click-through rate, the more likely Google's gonna show your pages to rank up higher because they're saying, oh wow, a lot of people are clicking on this, this might be hitting the right thing that people are looking for. And so Google wants to show the right type of content on based off of what you're what people are searching for, right? So if your stuff is really good, they're gonna put yourself, they're gonna push yourself up. Okay. So just understand this is that it's very important to get this piece is that click-through rate matters a ton. All right. If you don't use it, all right, if you don't track it, it's probably a better way of putting it you're missing out. And so, like I said, Google Console is a very good way to kind of do this piece. All right, uh, number five is user experience. So user experience is is, is really like, like how people engage and interact with your website. And so your site should be basically built for mobile. If your site's not built for mobile, then that's not good, all right? Your site should be, you know, where people are like, easily like, okay, I know what to do here. I know how to go here. And as opposed to like, what the fuck is this? And they just bounce and leave. They don't even dive into any other pages. And so the idea is that the user experience should be very nice and seamless. And so this is an area where you should hire it out to someone else that's an expert on web design, okay? So don't go in there with your preconceived notions of like, well, the website should look like this. Okay, great. Your opinion is great, but you know what? What doesn't matter is that your opinion does not dictate the user experience because what you're telling me 
is not what's like used today and how people interact with websites. And so you might be thinking to yourself sometimes like, well, well, this is how it was 10 years ago. Exactly. That's how it was 10 years ago. And today we're in 2023. And so the user experience really matters. And the more people like engage with your site and it's a friendly user experience, the more people are going to come to your site more often. It's going to be shared. It's going to be people are going to come in return, that sort of stuff, right? All right. Number six, title tag. So the title tag is what shows up on the search engines, um, search engine results page. So on the SERPs, right? So when you type in like, you know, best water in Georgia, for instance, then whatever is in blue, the big, you know, the big titled ones, that's going to be your title tag. You need to have a nice, strong title tag that's less than 60 characters. Okay. And the only reason I remember that is because I've been doing a lot of blogging um, today and, you know, some, there's some things I remember or something that I just have no clue, but less than 60 characters, that is convincing. Not only does it use keywords that you're trying to capture people that, but essentially that like, you know, talks about what you're trying to say in 60 letters or less. Okay. Dead serious about this. And so this is hard to do. And so in order to do this, you're going to have to kind of like look at what other companies are writing and be like, okay, that's interesting. But what you don't want is you don't want like, you don't want to write a whole bunch and have it all cut off because it's gonna leave dots at the end. And so when it leaves dots at the end, people are gonna be like, well, what the hell is this? And then they're not gonna know if it's exactly what they were looking for, so they won't click on it. They'll be confused, because a confused mind doesn't buy. Let me just tell you that, all right? All right, next one is number seven is page speed. So your website should be fucking fast. And I'm, I'm talking about should be fast on mobile, should be fast on desktop, it just needs to be fast. So that means, not a ton of images that are very big in size. So like they should be in the kilobyte sizes versus the megabyte sizes, okay? And you're like, well, I don't understand what that means. You wanna shrink the images as much as possible to where the resolution is still good. That's what you're trying to do, all right? So that's one piece. Another one is that you don't wanna have a ton of video in there, okay? More video slows down the site, all right? And you feel like, but video is really cool and it's amazing. That's great, save that for something else, okay? Um, you know, some people, what they do is they, they basically, um, do what's called like an iframe and they bring a video from like YouTube and then they iframe it out. So they kind of like box out the, the video it's hosted on YouTube, but it's not hosted on the website. The reason that you want to have is less, the least amount of, I'm not just saying just have text on there too, but you just, you want to balance this out. This is a very fine art. So a good, strong web designer, as well as a strong, um, tech savvy developer is going to help you determine how to do this correctly. All right. So like at Ratmate, we have our CTO who's in charge of our website and he's very on top of all this stuff. So like, uh, like our engineers are working on optimizing our speed page as much as possible. All right. Number eight is content freshness. You know how I told you on uh, number one, that you should be creating content on a regular basis. This is number eight. Like you need to be producing content on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis or a monthly basis, whatever it is, but it should be on schedule. And if you're like, that's just a lot of work out here. Well, yeah, no kidding. But the fresher your content is, the more likely you'll have the search engines come into your site and start crawling it more often, okay? Now, you should also update your content. So you shouldn't just write your homepage and some of your other pages and just set it and forget it. Your content should be constantly updating based off of your audience, based off of like, you know, your customers that come in, your prospects, that sort of stuff, so that it's continuously like being revolutionized, if you will. Now, I'm not saying change it every week. I'm not implying that. What I'm saying is like 
read the stats, see how many people are coming to your website, you know, see how many customers are engaging with it, like all those things, and then start kind of adjusting accordingly. Or you should be writing lots of blogs, okay? And this is exactly what we did when I was working for, um, doing some work for that uh, Inc. 5000 company. All right, number nine is expertise, authority, trustworthiness, so eat. Okay, so expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. So like, this is how you gain it, is that you're producing valuable stuff that people link to it. They're like, oh, this is really cool. So outside links are going to your page, and like, this is very valuable, okay? If you are uh, kind of big into LinkedIn, you should be posting stuff about your content as well too, not in the post, but in the comment section, all right, to show authority and you should be breaking down. Don't just copy and paste your blog post and slap it into a LinkedIn post. Like, like talk like a human being and engage and, and write some cool stuff and say, hey, if you wanna learn more about what I wrote, like I have a blog post here, check out the link below. That's it. And then trustworthiness. like. You, you, you want to make sure that you're producing stuff that people want to read, that you're linking out and linking into different things that people find like, oh, this is really good. And they're seeing you as an authority and they trust you. So like the more you do these things, that you're an expert, that you're an authority, that you're trustworthy, Google's going to see this. They, they know your activity. They know what your searcher's activity is as well too on your site. And so therefore, they're going to start giving you more like quote unquote points or brownie points or whatever based off of like your expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. And then number 10, the last one is your SSL encryption. So I'm not going to get too technical behind this, but essentially what this is is that it's a ticket, a certificate that you apply for and pay yearly, okay, with your web hosting company to essentially say that, hey, this website is safe, it's encrypted correctly, you are not gonna get, you know, any kind of malware or anything like that, or like, we're not gonna be phishing for your, like, those sort of things, okay? Sometimes you go to websites that Google will say like, we don't trust this site, do you wanna go forward? And you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, yeah. And you click on the link and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, not what you expected, okay? So those are things that Google looks at. If you have an SSL encryption and it's active and valid, then you get brownie points as well too. So anyways, the big takeaway is this, is that Google's main job has been and always been to become quality control against shitty content. This is basically what it boils down to, all right? So if you don't, if, if you do what's right for your audience, you'll win at the SEO game. So like I said, like there was an asterisk at the beginning of this because I say this because your mileage is gonna vary, but if you do these 10 things, it's going to work, okay? It's gonna be successful. And so I highly recommend that you follow these 10 easy factors or easy you know, steps on improving your SEO for your website you will start seeing a change in your in your site in the next, I'd say six to 12 months easily, okay? And then beyond that as well too. If you have any other questions, like I've got several other podcast episodes about SEO that are way early in the game. So like if you're now catching this podcast episode, this is like, I don't know, episode 120 something or whatever. The SEO podcast episodes that I have are like, I think like episodes 10-ish or teens or something i don't remember i should probably do some more seo ones but with that like if you want some more inside secrets and help with seo go refer back to those podcasts all right 
Um, those will definitely help you out if you don't like, oh, I can't find it. Just do a quick search, like just go through, like search it really fast and you should be able to find it pretty quickly from there, all right? Other than that, I ask three things for you, um, from you at the end of my podcast. Number one, please connect with me on LinkedIn. If we're already connected, great. Um, engage with my stuff if you don't mind. I greatly appreciate that. Number two, please share this podcast with somebody else, um, whether it's through a DM or a text message. And then number three, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because we're looking at growing this podcast. We want people to start getting more educated in how to market correctly, but more importantly, we're trying to level up the industry with better marketing because facility managers deserve to have a good quality business doing work for them, okay? And so if you position your business, your brand the right way, you're always going to win. And so that's what we're looking to do, all right? So thanks a lot and have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.